The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Listen into the special bonus episode as we recount memories of our first year here on the air at Adventures from the Shed. Mickey, JJ, Kurt, and Joe talk about the best and worst of the previous 12 months. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Shed for a special episode where we're going to have our birthday anniversary episode. Woohoo! I am Joe, and Happy this is. Happy birthday to us. Hi, this is Mickey. And that is. JJ. And that is. Kurt Schumacher. And we are part of the original cast of Adventures from the Shed. From the original cast, Mike we're 80%. is not here. Mike yeah. um, has chose to move on to something else. It was great to play with him. I'm sure some of the memories of Mike playing with us will come up as we do this special anniversary episode. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit, for those who are interested in hearing it as a bonus episode, we're just going to have some memory recap of things we've done over the last year of recording Adventures from the Shed right Joe- here. From the shed. Did you think we would make it to a year? Uh, Actually, I thought we'd make it to two. We're just only halfway there. Do you think we'll make it to two now? I I think we might. We might make it to two. So this is like... I wasn't even ready and I got it. When they do like shows and they cut their cake for like the 100th episode, is that like the equivalent of our podcast? I don't know. I feel like we were like little 12-year-olds at the dance looking across the room saying, should I dance with him? And now we're like... We're like 12 and a half. No, we're like cuddled close together, slow dancing to I'll be there for you. Of course, Kurt and I regularly sit about eight (laughs) feet apart. So... um, 1980s. Yeah, so we've had now, uh, JJ, you'd mentioned you wanted to talk about some of the campaigns we've had. Yeah. Let's see, let's see if uh, collectively amongst the four of us, we can actually remember what the hell we've done over the last year. What, so what campaign did we start with? Does anyone remember? Did we start Vandalin. with the starter set? Vandalin. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons Vandalin. starter set. Vandalin. The Secret Minds of Fandelver, which is a great adventure. All right, pop quiz for you, Kurt. What were the character names of the first four characters? I played the Dwarven Cleric Thorin Stormstriker. Okay, what did Mike play? Mike, Sir Walter. I think in that one he was Sir Walter Moss, yeah. who was the obsessive compulsive. No help from anyone else. Right, he was the obsessive compulsive fighter. Yeah. We had Bree Green Bottom. Bottle. She, bottle. she was close. the rogue who liked to shoot people in the knee. Yes. And we had, I think JJ was a mage in that one, and he, no? Uh, he was a wizard oh, mage. Yeah, wizard yeah. mage, same thing. For me, I'm a newbie. It's, of course. And he generally just shot um, uh, what was Ray of Frost name? and yeah, what Lightning was Bolt to everyone. Ferris. 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 Yes, four for four. You mentioned, you oh. mentioned newbie, Kurt. I'm curious because we are now on a one-year episode. We've been doing this podcast for a year. Uh, as a general rule of thumb, how long can you claim to be a newbie? I'm going to go for three more years. Okay, so you can ah. be a newbie for four years. Four years. I feel like compared to everyone I play with, I'm a moron. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold yeah, newbie rank. That itself shouldn't define you as a newbie because I think technically you may continue no. with that ranking. In all seriousness, when I GM'd the Pathfinder Beginner Box last month, I said in the introduction... This is a beginner box, but to be honest, none of us playing this are beginners. And I included myself. I feel like I finally have hit the point where God knows JJ knows 100 times more than me, and Mickey knows wh- how to role play way better than I do and all that. But 
I feel like at this point, I certainly am not an expert by any stretch, but I can sit down with a new game with a new rule set and bluff my way through it. And if you can bluff your way through any rule set, you're not a newbie. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Fake it till you make it. Sounds good. Now, have now said hey, that. let's do a pop quiz for Mickey. Mickey, do oh, you dear. remember any of the Pathfinder character names? No. No? That was easy. <laughs> that was only one. That one I can do, but yeah. that was only one set. But you know them. That's why I, I didn't ask them. you. I played Ezrin. I can remember the ra- the classes and the races. I, I can't remember the classes and the races, so but easy. I remember their pictures, but not their names. Yeah, so I remember was, the pictures, not the names. I know yours yeah. was the, you the scarred, kind of like just grouchy. She was Valoros. Valoros. The fighter. I was the one that was kind of like... Middle Eastern. Oh, and looking. you couldn't remember. It was Kira. 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 All right. And, and then uh, Brittany, who is not on microphone right now, but keeps talking anyway, um, is Mauricio. was Mercio. Mary uh, the, the rogue. rogue. Yes. But Mary. the best test, and yeah. this is for Joe. Oh, crap. And I loved this game, and I had a ton of fun. I can remember everything about my character, oh, but snap. I can't even remember his name. Name two characters from Adara. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Adara. Oh, snap. I ran that game, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, all right. So, character names. This is going to kill me. However. Describe them if you can't get a name. Um, Miki played the sniper. Her character was a sniper in that game, and I remember conversations between her and JJ about switching ammunition between high-explosive and non-high-explosive ammunition. I remember that. Uh, JJ's character was the tank. Frank the tank? Frank the tank. It was Frank the tank. I remembered that. Well done. Mike played uh, the guy with the punchy fist. Yeah, but yeah, I the can't power remember. Gauntlet. Yeah, the, the power, power gauntlet. gauntlet. I can't remember the name of that character either. And Kurt played the gnome with a heart out of gold and the dragon. <laughs> right, I had a shotgun and a dragon. Yeah, and that's a all dragon. I remember. Exactly. You got I was to a ride gnome a with a shotgun dragon. Yes. God dang, I want to play that character again. Yes. We should play that game. But yeah, so Adara was another one we played. So D&D starters at Pathfinder Beginner Box. Star Wars. Wars. The Dark Star Era. Wars. Star the Dark Wars. Era. Dungeon World at the We Yin visited Yang. the dark side briefly with the uh, Star Wars. Yeah, we got no, we, sweet we, dice. We, we visited the grenade side. Let's, let's be oh, yeah, honest. Yeah, she's throwing a grenade. <laughs> I would throw a grenade. Why do they have these in the starter set? For it just, it kills everything. We, we all got super sweet out. dice with a super sweet system. We just need to... Play a better game with it. Yeah, that's something Kurt and I talked about a little bit earlier. We might revisit it, but if we do, it will be as the actual Star Wars game, not as a box. Because we have the cool dice from it. I thought the system was kind of neat. And people are um, loving the game. They're loving the game. Maybe we did it wrong. It was horrible. No, the beginner box is blue. (laughs) Yeah, the adventure was poorly written. We even went back and reviewed it, and we looked at the scenario, and it just hurt. But you know what didn't hurt? What? As a newbie? Yeah. Dungeon World. Dungeon World. No, Freaking cool as that game. Best, 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 best. Yeah, you liked it? I actually, I, it grew on me like a it fungus. Did? Cool. Like, like at the end of the day. Fungus. Yeah. So yeah. it was dark and it had a lot of crap well, remember, to feed like, it. I think we did an, uh, a sidebar where we talked about our different games. And my problem with Dungeon World was just, you know, I like my boxes. And yeah. I like to color within the yeah. box. And Dungeon World, the lines are a little fuzzy. <laughs> I think the more I played it, the more I understood it. Yeah, cool. and to be honest, um, like if I had to pick after a year, and the best thing about playing at the Shed is we've tried a bunch of different games, which I love, 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 and hope we keep doing. If I had to pick, I would pick D&D 5th Edition, but I would pick it because I feel like it combines the best of Pathfinder <laughs> or D&D 3.5 with Dungeon World, and it kind of mixes them in the middle, and especially the way you play it, which is a little bit looser than even 5th even Edition pure rules. Um, I feel like 
I feel like the folks at Wizard of the Coast looked at D&D and said, let's make it a little more rules light. Let's take the best of Dungeon World. Let's kind of try to make something new. And 5th edition is not perfect, but it's pretty darn cool. And yeah, we need a break. We go, we get looser, we play some Dungeon World. We want to do something else. We try new games. But man, 5e is cool. Having said that, I don't think I would appreciate it as much as I do if I had not played Dungeon World. Because like, there are things I don't like about Dungeon World. But man, it was fun to have that freedom. Like Particularly when I was playing the Druid, to just be like, for the next forty-five minutes, here's what I'm gonna, here's what I want to do. Here's how I'm gonna just describe yeah. it, and it happens. Mm-hmm. If That's I roll, cool. it happens, and if it doesn't, I make I describe what happened when the well, roll didn't come happen. through. Yeah, that was cool. That was really neat. Um, for Dun- like I, I, I've I've loved all the campaigns so far. Adara has been the what I call the surprise favorite. I yeah. I did not go into Adara expecting to like it as much as I did. Um, and that's, that's, that's kudos to the Adara team. And I'm hoping that if they come up with another, you know, a, a more advancement in their materials, that we can get to play test that as well. As, yeah, a, I would, as a, a note on that one there, they had a Kickstarter after for their traveler's guide to Adara, which is essentially campaign settings, which can be used in different systems, not just the Adara system. Um, and I'm expecting to hear from that in November. So not too far away from now. And we may end up using some of that material mm. as we move if, forward as well. Yeah, in all seriousness, if yeah. Adara, if they got back in touch with us, and I would love to play that again. I, I still think they need to do a better job for beginners. Like, for yeah. true RPG newbies, that is a tough, tough system. There's a lot I, of modifiers. But if they do it either a beginner box or an adventure, like the equivalent of the Pathfinder beginner box, with a good couple of pages of description of how to play that that game has serious potential i think every one of us including mike had more fun playing that than we thought we were going to have definitely and, I, I can attest to the whole you know it, it's 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 a very very deep end i i think i went through that book maybe three or four times before i started making a character yeah. and that book isn't thin it's not light reading no, no. <laughs> but th- but that's awesome i mean i think when you get into a game you know, I kind of came into this all as, I mean, I keep saying I'm the, kind of a newbie, but but I am in the sense that, you know, I don't know the Forgotten Realms. I don't know um, Eberron. I don't know Dark Sun. I don't know Galarian well. But when you start liking playing a game, at least for me, I want to deep dive into it. I want to read the novels. I want to read the manuals. Like, it's really exciting. And I think Adara, like Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, like Pathfinder, has a world they could really build on, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah they do. And it's all steampunk, so you can cosplay. It's cosplay, and there it's you different. Go. You know, I mean, I love, I love, love, love pure fantasy, high fantasy. I love it, but it's nice to have something a little bit different. And you, in that Adara world, you get fantasy and dragons and orcs. But you also get shotguns and trains and yeah. hot chicks and goggles. I thought it was kind of neat as part of my descriptive element as the game master for that. I was able to use things like metal and and vehicles right. and turrets. you know yeah turrets, turrets and steam horses where they they have this weird in the game. It's just this element that allows them to be powered. It's not like coal powered yeah. steam or something. It's yeah. just this this energy that powers them and you know i'm describing things like puffs of steam popping out of the 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 shoulders of the the 
the drivers on these vehicles and it's the kind of it's that narrative element that i normally don't have in a D game it was kind of neat to be able to throw that stuff into the part of the, and uh, the that's, that's a weakness i think that all the D pathfinder and um uh the fifth edition 3.5 is that medieval story set mm-hmm. yeah like you're it's, limited you you are you are limited to the medieval story set i mean granted there's magic so there's more to it and I, that's something i found interesting in the which the Dun- Dun- dungeon master guide they actually have laser rifles and grenades yeah, they give you options to go crazy so you right. can you can go forward in time if you want to yeah right and, you, yeah good. i totally agree and now that i've played enough i mean i still love the fantasy setting but i can see what, if, if you've been game mastering in D for 20 years i mean i don't know it'd be fun to try something like adara or star wars it is but and to your point kurt i've been having a blast running and playing in different things while right. we've been in right. here it's been uh playing in the podcast and adventures from the shed has given me more more diversity in the game st- systems that I've been playing and running. I love the idea of we have now played fantasy in several flavors between D&D, Dungeon World, and Pathfinder. We have played space um, with uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. That's the words. And then we've played a kind of fantasy, semi-modern with steampunk with Adara. It's like we've covered a really wide gap right. of things. But if you said tomorrow, if we jumped into the real Star Wars Force and Destiny or Age of Rebellion or whatever, we would have a blast. We could play that for three months and have a blast. Um, Having said all that, I will say after a year, man, 5th edition, particularly that starter set, for newbies, I'm dying. I am dying to Dungeon Master, that Fandalin adventure for people who've never played Dungeons & Dragons. Like, for $11.99 on Amazon... For eleven ninety nine on Amazon, you can buy that box set, or for nineteen ninety nine at your friendly local gaming store. Yeah. And by the way, if you play games and you play Magic, and you're not supporting your local gaming store, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So right. buy a little from Amazon, buy a little from your gaming store. You got to do it. But having said that, for tw- uh, less than twenty bucks, you've got somewhere between ten and thirty hours of adventure to take newbies yeah. through and introduce them to D anD D with fun, cool, varied adventures. Which for us as somewhat experienced players, you know we talked about is it too railroad is it too boxing whatever for newbies that is an amazing starter set and not just for newbies because yeah i I had fun playing i had a blast i'd still want to play in that world it left a great taste in my mouth well that's great so let's talk a little bit about that the some of the memories i have from the starter set our first 16 episodes i believe it was from the character creation right through the end where uh, I'll go right to a memory where Bree is prying jewels out of a statue and bringing the roof bringing down. Bringing down the roof. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite memories, I had talked to Kurt a little about it earlier. I would have been happy if that ended as a total party wipe. That would have been <laughs> an awesome close. ending. It would have. What other, what other cool memories do we have of those from, first 16 from, from, episodes? From the, from the first 16 episodes, I, I told the Bree, because she was, she was all like gung-ho homicidal to kill one of the people that like owed her money or whatever. I was, I was like, no, no, let, yeah. him, let him run, let him run. No. You know, and then he came back to bite us in the ass, and I was like, I'm going to kill you. And I actually rolled a natural 20 on my first attack yeah. to him and obliterated him from full health to zero. Yeah. yeah. And, and I it remember, was, it was, one of your quotes was like, I hate being wrong or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Right? Right. Right, right, right. I love... Um, so I, I like combat. I like fighting. It's fun. I know that's kind of a big part of D&D, but I really do, and I'm not saying I'm good at it. I don't think I am, but I really like the role-playing, 
and I like the characters, and I and I tend to want to take a diplomatic tack before we fight. So I really have, I enjoyed playing with Mike. I think his characters are freaking hilarious. Yeah. Like everyone, not just the names. Like his characters were just funny. He was a funny dude. Yeah. He didn't talk a lot, but when he talked, man, he made me laugh. And uh, it's a bummer that he's doing other things, but that's the way it goes. And uh, fortunately, we got we still have a great group. But I do think when I think about the first year. I mean, I'll think about obsessive compulsive. Sir I have Walter to have a clean Moss. room, yeah. Sir Walter Moss, and that kind of stuff. And One of my favorite quotes from him: I can't remember who was doing the the dice and, and adding up at the time, but in the middle of it, he said, "Life math is hard," and it was like <laughs> perfectly timed and it was delivered well. It was a great. It was one of my my favorite quote memories from right, the series. Right. It's kind of like I'm going to roll around in the beaver pelts. Oh God, we know, we all know. I love beaver pelts, yes. especially since I play with boys. Yes. <laughs> well, and what, you know what's fun about what's fun about this year for me, and I mean, you probably have felt this for twenty years, but for me, getting back into playing this with people, because as <laughs> Hold on. who else to? do you play? Well, with? no, but I mean, if you've listened from the beginning, you know, yeah. like I played D and D in you know third, fourth, fifth grade, and then I didn't. And those were people. Of it, and I played computer games by yeah. myself, and so. The, the reason I got back into this a few years ago is that I wanted the social aspect. I wanted to be sit around a table with people and communicate. And guess what you're doing right now? Well, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, 120 hours on Dragon Age is awesome, but it's by yourself. And, yeah. and I love it. Dragon Age is freaking awesome. I'm replaying it again. But um, I like watching the personalities of all of us, whether it's Britt or, or Mike or JJ or Mickey or Joe or me, who, well, however it's configured. I mean, like... I'll think we're going to go one way, and JJ will say something that is so, to me, absurd that it just takes it a completely 90 degrees. And then yeah. I'll think, well, we're going to do something, and Mickey will do something completely different from what I would have done. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's like improvisation. It's like jazz. It's, it's just fun yes. to watch. Yes. I, call I call this the wrecking ball. I call it the wrecking ball. And he yeah. teabags the wall. Fireball the shack, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, it's complete improv. Yes. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, moving on past the starter set, one of the things that I, I liked as because I was able to play as well, not just uh, run the games, but all of the sidebars where JJ was testing out different D&D combats. Some, yeah. of the, some of the fun parts there. And we have these on our YouTube channel for videos for people who are interested in seeing it. But we have some cool video there, so you can see us actually playing the game as well as the maps we used, or in some cases we used the dungeon tiles, and there was some cool stuff there. But I just remember things like the, uh, the werewolf couple. We had some fun with that. We had some fun with traps Sunders. in the room. Mind Saunders. Saunders! <laughs> Mickey mentioned Saunders. I played Saunders, the elf ranger. I think I laughed we had about a, that entire We had mind flayers and death tyrants. And yeah. The mind flayer. Yeah, Thea took on a mind flayer by herself. That that was brilliant. Well, yeah. What else are you going to do? I really do like, I like the variety of what we've done. And, and going forward, I don't know that we'll keep that. We may, <coughs> we may just get into a campaign and roll, which is cool. But I do think for the first year, the variety, the different types of games, the yeah. strategic combats, very fun. What did you like about those sessions you ran, JJ? Um, they were so informative. They helped me figure out what I needed to do for the session I had with the, with the weekend with the boys. And... Um, it really did show me the strength and the the, the stamina of D and D of yeah. fifth edition. Like the fact that you know this edition does seem to be pretty well balanced compared to editions past. Um, 
and I think the thing that I'm most excited about going for future for forward is that we're going to actually stick with like have a longer running campaign and yeah. focus more on the story aspect. Like right. that's something that I'm very very excited about. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty important to recognize, and JJ, you know more about it than I do, so feel free to correct or modify what I say. But I mean, D and D was in a tenuous position or a, or a precarious position prior to the release of D and D Next slash Fifth Edition. I mean, if if Five E didn't come out strong, I mean, D and D could have really been in a bad place relative to Pathfinder and other RPGs and I feel like for Wizards of the Coast which is owned by Hasbro like they are in a really solid spot to grow a strong game going forward and if they do it I'm not saying they're going to do it but if they do it right like they have they have the chance to really reestablish it as the premier role playing game if we want to talk about like strategic stuff right now, I think the only thing they're lacking is digital tools. Totally agree. We definitely need digital they just, tools. They just the released system. an app, from what yeah. I understand. But I, to me, what we need is a um, virtual tabletop and digital character sheets. And I, I don't mean a form-fillable PDF. I yeah, mean a print. digital character sheet. Right. Like when, JJ, when you said an app, I want something that allows me as the game master or dungeon master to be able to look at your character sheet that you entered in an app somewhere yep. and I want to see it on my screen and I want to see that you've got five hit points left. To me, you that's know, important. A la I4E. I don't want you to know I have five hit points. Yeah. Totally agree. And they know that. Yeah. They're just being stupid. Yeah, and, and well, it's been slow in coming. I mean, they've been out for over a year now. They, 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 had, they had a couple of people or a company, Project Morningstar, yeah, Morning I think Star, it, right. that was supposed to do it for them. I'm not really sure what happened there. Yeah. Um, but, like, and going back to what you said about I, I know that 4th edition was incredibly polarizing for the player base. And I'm not entirely certain why, because it's probably one of my favorite editions. I loved the supremely tactical aspect of it. Um, the fact that combat was so rich and nuanced, um, even if you don't like the combat side of it, the, let's face it, D&D is a combat system. The role play is completely outside of the rules. It is, yeah. So, like, having a rich rule set for having incredibly nuanced combat can only supplement your role play. Like, people were complaining that there was no role play in, in uh, fourth edition. I recognize that the fourth edition combats did take insanely long. <laughs> that that happened. Yeah. And that was what happened, right? A lot of people got tired of three hour combats. Yeah. So what do you think have... about generally just I mean I don't want to get too far into the depths, but having played it now, what do you think about like advantage disadvantage? Cuz that's a major it, it, It's so simple. I love it. And it, it it does speed up combat and I love how fast fifth combat edition? is in 5th edition. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really like that I was mechanic. surprised by that because I remember I mean those marathon 4th edition sessions. Yeah, like starting at 9 o'clock and oh, the battle like ended at midnight forever. and holy moly I'm tired now. It's surprising how fast they go now. Yeah. So with that, so we, we, we've talked about now we started with the D&D 5th edition we had some Adara play, we had some Star Wars play, we had the the um, the D and D combat sessions, the encounters with JJ. We just went through a Pathfinder beginner box with Kurt. Mickey, what did you think about that? How how did you like the way that worked out? Kurt was the best. Kurt was the best DM. I'm sorry, Joe. Ever. Ever. Um, I, I was going to say that. No. But, yeah. With Pathfinder, I went in with no preconceived notions because I'd never played anything like that before, <laughs> except for D and D. I hadn't played. <laughs> 
I hadn't played Pathfinder before. Yeah. I, w- I liked the character sheets a lot. I loved that it was all built for you and everything was easily accessible. Um, I wasn't crazy about the ending. Like, a lot of it didn't really make sense, but I think that was just a starter set. I think that would be a really cool game to play mm-hmm. long term. Cool. Um, it seems like it's very adaptable and very, very fluid, so you can make whatever you want and play to your strengths or not. So I was pleasantly surprised yeah. by it. And I may have blown the ending a little bit on that, but I'd lo- I was thinking about in a perfect world. <laughs> I, after you blew the beginning in the middle, no one really noticed well, the ending. Yeah. I, um, I think in a perfect world, I would love to have to play twice a month. Like, forgetting about the shed, forgetting about yeah. if we had a podcast. I'd love to play twice a month and play a Pathfinder rules-heavy game one time a month and D&D 5th edition or Dungeon World once a month. I think that would be really, really fun to have two simultaneous campaigns going. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, that's actually. like two weekends a month, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, it would be, but it would be. I think that'd be fun. Um, think of all the time you'd have after your wife left you. Oh, it, yeah, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Fortunately, I've got a young half tafling, half tiefling that's interested <laughs> like in me. So I'm good. The half tafling. We've got a quarterling. <laughs> right, right. We've got a quarterling in the yeah. mail. I'll tell you though. Uh, before we sign, I don't know how much more we're going to do, but uh, yeah. I will say uh, to Joe's credit. I mean, first of all, Joe has run almost all of these games, That's which true. is an incredibly, I mean, even though I know you, the way you do it is relatively minimal prep. It's a ton of work. It's a ton of emotional energy. And you're absolutely to be, to be commended for that. But I also, in all seriousness, Dungeon World in particular, I've thought about running. And that is a awesome, awesome, but daunting system for a GM. And I think to be able to run Dungeon World well, and I know you've done it for us and you've done it for your Monday night game, that is... I mean, that's serious work and a serious commitment and serious creativity. And I honestly think, although we bust each other's nuts all the time, like that's really awesome. And I think it's important at this point to recognize like what you do for us and what you do for your other gamers. And, and Kurt, I'd mention. like to commend you on your impeccable taste. <laughs> but I mean, and on top of that, he produces all of our podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. hats yeah. off to Joe. Hold on. JJ, you have to say something nice now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a word. I, I agree with Kurt. I, I agree with Kurt in that um, he has lustrous brown he's hair. So pretty, <laughs> and you've lost a fantastic amount of weight. And I want to congratulate you on that. that. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, you know, actually, for anyone who cares, from the time we started a year ago, it's the anniversary episode. I'm down about forty pounds from there. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, thanks. I'm it's awesome. down thank you thirty. Man, you y'all think we just sit here and eat Doritos and drink beer? But man, today we had salads and I carrots had and had celery. celery and carrots on my plate. Yep, I'm. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I think and I, I've I, only had seven beers. That's because we got to get training for, for Gen Con and Dragon Con. We got to be able yeah. to walk all those steps. Dragon so Con. hold on, JJ. Were you saying something nice about me? Yeah, yeah. So please continue. Um, the Dungeon World, like I think that there's there's as far as D and D, there's more crutches for the DM and yeah. like the uh, the rules. They really help prop the DM up. Whereas Dungeon World is so open-ended, the DM really ha- the GM sorry. sorry the GM has to uh, really really uh, know where they want to go with the story, so to speak, because otherwise the game falters. Mickey, what's this? Hand I'm doing my, thing? my my little like my wrists are tight. Sorry, Mickey distracted me momentarily. <laughs> uh, thank you all for the comments, um, I, and I would say I've had a blast. Um, as you guys know, and I, I don't remember if we'd recorded this early on, but um, I had talked to, to uh, I think, about 15 different people before we started this podcast. This is a group I chose. I'm very happy 
with the group that we had started with. Um, Kurt has provided some of the best humor, provided even, <laughs> some of the best humor. Um, and, and as he regularly talks about how dumb he is while demonstrating <laughs> how smart he is at the same time. My favorite it's line great. Yeah. of all time. Or I just have two Harvard degrees, yes. but I can't roll or fucking roll <laughs> can't play. do math, yes. <laughs> two Harvard degrees and I can't add two plus five, right? Those are some of my favorite lines. Um, JJ, always dependable with the uh, checking up on the rules and being ready to fill in wherever needed. And Mickey, well, shoot him in the knee, Mickey. That's all we do. Shoot him in the knee. That's all we do. And then roll around in beaver pelts. (laughs) And I think um, we'll wrap it up for this anniversary bonus episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us recount our last year of playing here at Adventures from the Shed. And hey, comment. Comment comment on the website. Tell us what you thought was the favorite. Um, Tell us what system you thought you liked the best of all we played. And maybe we'll revisit it. Exactly. You've heard us on this episode that we're definitely willing to revisit any of the systems we've played. We've had some favorites. We've had favorites with D&D 5th Edition. Everyone's loved Dungeon World. Everyone's liked Star Wars, just not the beginner box. And everyone had a blast with Idara. So we're definitely willing to play these games again. Pathfinder is another one we would start. We have just started, if you haven't checked out our regular feed here, we have just started the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign, which we plan on being a long, ongoing campaign. We will continue with sidebar episodes, but we will continue with this Dungeons & Dragons campaign as we move forward. And we want to thank everyone for a great year of listening listening to us, for that matter, at Adventures from the Shed. For myself, Joe, Mickey, JJ, and Kurt, we're going to sign off and say thank you and... Penis. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Giant penises. (laughs) Joe here, and I'd like to extend a warm thank you to everyone who made the first year special. Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Mike, Brittany, Chris, Kat, Bridget, and Kevin have given the podcast some great memories. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.